Welcome to sunny San Diego. Um, not quite as hot as it was in this last episode. Uh, so today we are outside. You might hear some actual ASMR background noise rather, rather than a, uh, a loud air conditioner. Again, my apologies. Hopefully we never have to go through that again. This is Curiosity Kill the Cat. I'm your host, Sarah, and today we are talking Aaliyah. Dust yourself off and try again. Okay? Okay. All right. Aaliyah Dana Houghton was born on the 16th of January in 1979, and she passed away, sadly, when she was only 22 flippin' years old, and it is just, I hate, I, mm, she had a lot of big projects coming out and, uh, this plane crash was completely unavoidable. And so this beautiful 22 year old who was like already at like one of the pinnacles of her career was about to climb freaking, she already climbed Mount Everest. She was getting ready to freaking go out of the atmosphere, if you will. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I've often talk about this. I get really upset when people pass away right before big projects come out. Accidents happen, but, um, this plane should have never left the, uh, the airstrip it was on. Uh, the, the pilot definitely should have never been flying it. And, um, you know, I'm just real upset. So, I'm going to go back to the beginning of her life and try not to think about this whole thing until we get to the end. Well, I'm going to get angry again when we talk about R. Kelly because (laughs) I wanted to like avoid it, but you can't. So yeah, that was great. That was just love that kind of research. So anyways, yes, um, she, oh my God, she's so cute. So her uncle was married to Gladys Knight, AKA Midnight Train, uh, Midnight Train to Georgia, which is just one of the most like fabulous I think it was like a 70s not 60s song I'm gonna have to double check but so freaking good um and yeah so she it was really cute because it said that Gladys would like take her you know um to her shows and whatnot and just you know kind of just showed her the ropes which is you know pretty freaking cool and uh especially because I think Gladys ended up being her uncle's ex-wife. So, you know, auntie hung around. That's very, it's very fucking cool. Um, she was on star search and I don't think this is the first time I guess star search has ever come up on this podcast before. Uh, if you were an eighties, nineties, well, fucking seventies, baby star. Um, oh my God, what am I trying to say? Star search was like, if you got on star search, even if you lost, which unfortunately Aaliyah lost, which she's too cool to lose anything. So I was like, oh no, she lost? Like, what the F? Um, dude, VH1 used to have these like freaking little, um, 
like half hour shows about uh, famous stars or singers or artists that were on Star Search back in the day. You had Britney Spears. I know fucking Justin Timberlake was um, just like so many people. I think even like comedy. Uh, it was just it was a whole thing. So she went on. Uh, she went on it and she was just as cute as a little button. Um, just so soft, but just this beautiful strong voice she already had a presence um and yeah she was what uh 11 years old so that's just really precious and um yeah by 12 she had a record contract um which was pretty cool um and oh yeah yeah Gladys would take her to um her shows in Las Vegas which is really cool because one time I went to Las Vegas a long time ago and Gladys Knight was still playing a residency there and yeah, so if I would have seen it 20 years earlier, maybe I would have seen Aaliyah. Maybe, maybe not. So, okay, so in the research here, when she gets her record deal with Jive, okay, oh god, I'm just like looking at pictures of her right now and I need to stop because she's so beautiful. Um, yeah, somebody started just like poking his nose into business that he just didn't need to be poking it into. Um, she, yeah, 12 years old when she got her record deal. And by 94, she was like on her way. Okay. And what's really odd is that she was, you know, 15 by the time 94 rolls around. Um, the name of the album is age ain't nothing but a number. I remember it because, uh, yeah, I was a kid and I would sneak and watch MTV and my parents didn't know what VH1 was. And so we'd watch VH1 all the time. Um, but, uh, yeah, her videos were everywhere and she, um, I haven't talked about how cool she is and how wonderful she is yet because she's still a child here in this podcast. But now we are, um, you know, just moving on to, uh, let's see this headline. When she was making this album, there was a headline that read, Sultry teen singer had married the 27-year-old R. Kelly. Sultry teen singer. That sentence right there is everything that is what's fucked up and wrong with this whole R. Kelly situation. Um, that Netflix documentary is insane and triggering, and I couldn't really watch a whole lot of it, but the uh, Red Table Talk with Jada and Gammy and Willow, they uh, they talked to a couple of the women that were on there, and, um, dude, uh, okay, not, I don't really want, okay, again, I don't want to focus on him too much, I want to focus on her music, but it's impossible to do that right here because he just inserts himself into her fucking, um, her, her record making process here. Um, and I think I'll get into it, but I think eventually it's, a uh, um, Missy, Missy Elliott and fucking Timbaland are the ones that like stepped in and were like, yo, this next album, like you are not going to be, you are not going to be here. So yeah, let's get into that part. So he freaking, um, I don't know. I think he's credited as, as a producer, not sure either way started getting his like grooming techniques on. They had, they were married. They were not married. It said that they, he fucking bribed some dude to, 
give them a marriage license and uh, she would have been 14, 15 years old. And uh, apparently this illegal marriage license had her listed at 18. He was 27. Like, I just, it's so bad. He's so gross and he's so disgusting. And it's just, why did it take so long for everybody to figure out this? This guy was just like a fucking cult pedophile, fucking another Hollywood piece of shit. But, you know, anyways, moving on. Uh, Yeah, so it's just interesting because that album was called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. And, uh, yeah, produced by him. So, yum, great. Uh, but there is this one song, was it on her next album? Uh, if your girl only knew, dude, it is so good. And I don't think it's on that one. I think it's on the next one. Um, but yeah, what do they have her list? I think they had with this damn R. Kelly shit, the last thing I'm going to bring up. Um, oh, she was listed in the new indictment as Jane Doe number one. Yep. Dude 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 and then oh man you know I don't want to get into more speculation but like he's just gross he's bad and I was watching the music video for um fudge sickles I think it was for if your girl only knew I was in a YouTube wormhole but it was one of them and uh dude it had to have been around that time and like okay this is the thing now, now I get a gush about like why she's so cool and like what I loved about her, like as like a child and like still to this day is that like, she just had this, like, I don't want to say unaffected vibe, but it was very, um, Hmm. It was like too cool for school, but in this just like effortless way. Like, you couldn't act like this. You just are this. And, like, um, I think me and my friend Ashley were talking about uh, Gwen Stefani, like, at that time. Sort of had, like, the same vibe. She was just, like, this cool freaking chick. And she did her thing. And, like, she was just sexy because she, they were just being themselves, right? And so, um, you know, when you're a teenager yeah, you want to be cute and pretty and sure, you want to see yourself as older than you are, but like, you know, headlines that say sultry teen singer, underage woman, um, what is that? That's, that's, that's a teenager and underage woman is, is a teenager. So we don't even need the phrase underage woman. Um, it just plays into this whole fucking grooming thing and, and normalizing it and desensitizing it. And, um, you know, so she just to round out this point I started with, she had this just really, um, I don't know, just a really infectious coolness to her that you were just like, I just want to be on that level, dude. Like, how do you just, you know, I don't know. She's just so charming and, uh, damn, you know, and this music video, her eyes are like, they almost look dead. Like they look, she's like, oh, I don't even know how to describe it. I, I was thrown off. I wasn't expecting that. I was just playing some music videos because I was like, I loved her music videos so much. And I didn't remember this one. And I just was like, her spirit was broken in this video and if some of the things that they say were true that he did to her or if she actually experienced some of the things that I read, 
um, then I can I just, it's awful. It's awful. Um, and you know, why would you not believe it? It's just, <laughs> everything else is so fucked up and bad. And that whole, um, situation with him that, you know, nothing that wild could be that surprising. Um, but what is important here is that eventually fucking we, somebody got her out of the dang, um, out of his clutches. Thank God. Um, and what'd she do here? Um, yeah, they got it annulled. Thank God they got it annulled. Uh, she had a couple, uh, really good singles, popular singles off of that album, of course, because she's amazing and she's bitching and anything that she sings is going to be a hit. Um, but yeah, she went back to, uh, or no, she didn't go back to anywhere. She went to the Detroit high school for fine, uh, arts, fine and performing arts, um, graduated in 1997. So she had a record deal and did school, graduated, did all the damn things. And then she was like, Oh, I I just graduated. Let me come out with my second album. Okay. So she comes up, comes out with that in 1996. And this is where like her two BFFs show up, right? We get Missy Elliott and Timbaland. And I think he was full on in love with her, which of course he was. And they were like protective as hell. Like, oh man, dude, she just, she just soared, dude. The fucking, that, the, the song from Dr. Doolittle, are you that from, are you that, oh my God, are you that somebody is so good. There's like the lyric where she talks about being the hawk in the sky and that you were my prey. It's just, and her, I'm just like I'm excited and I can't yell because my kids are asleep um (laughs) dude her looks the boxers and the the baggy pants and she was already doing that she had already just it was already part of her aesthetic and this was just like next level this was just like honed this was just like again it was just next level and she was 17 years old 17 years old so damn good dude Two million copies. It, dude, yeah, she was a huge success. And, um, yeah, what did she do? She, um, oh, it was 1998 that Are You, Are You That Somebody came out. Yeah. Dude, that was, that was insane. It was insane. Obviously, it was number one. Um, uh, she got a Grammy nomination and uh, about two years later, in 2000, we get, we get like triple threat action. She's like, excuse me, guys. I really like singing and this dancing thing's really cool, but I'm ready for my close up. So she ends up in Romeo Must Die with Jet Li and um, she comes out with another song, Try Again, which was amazing dust yourself off and try again. Beautiful. She's got this choker in the video and her fucking eyeliner is just like, you know what? It is like a like 2000 take on sixties, like fucking heavy eyeliner. Her hair is like super duper straight. And like the way the leather is and the, like the rhinestone choker. Oh my God. I could almost see that being like 
their modern day version of that. Dude. Okay. Yeah. Again, when it comes to her, you cannot talk about her without talking about her looks and her style and her (laughs) just everything. Her hair. She did the freaking side thing that covered up her eye. And of course there was like stupid rumors that she was blind. And it's like, listen, even if she was blind, she's still cooler than all of you bitches on your, on your best day. Um, so from here, um, she, oh, she always, okay. She was constantly getting, um, MTV music awards too. So, or video awards, whatever the hell they were called. God, I am this old. I can't even remember what they're called. Um, but yeah, if you, if you were an MTV kid, do you remember those award shows? They were a big deal. And, um, yeah, she picked up lots of them and, um, yeah, time for album number three, which, uh, peaked at number two in 2001. And what's really cool here is that she goes into her second role and pardon me. She plays my favorite kind of monster, a vampire. She is, uh, the queen of the damned and, uh, the movie did not get the best reviews, but she's beautiful and awesome. And, you know, she was only destined to be, uh, she was destined for another movie that would have been like, I'm trying to picture her in this movie and she would have been so good. Um, yeah, she was signed on for The Matrix. The Matrix. Yes, that movie. In case you've never heard of it. Okay. So she was due to um, start filming it. And uh, Queen of the Damned was due to come out in 2012. But unfortunately, let's see, today is... I need to stop making that noise. I'm so sorry, you guys. It has to be fucking annoying. Um... So today is August 4th, okay? On August 25th, 2001. I'm okay. Sorry, I'm getting this is really sad. This is really upsetting. Um okay. Her and nine uh Yep, nine other people boarded a private plane in the Caribbean, no, in the Bahamas, and right after it took off, I made that noise again, I'm so sorry, um, right after it took off, it burst into flames, crashed, and everybody died, uh, one person was taken to the hospital and died in the hospital, but, um, she was 22 years old, she had just she, okay, so before this, her music career was already beyond the point that most people can get to, you know, if like pop music, R&B, all of this shit is a video game, she has already mastered the level, she's ready to fight the boss, and then for some fucking reason, they're like, let's put this beautiful treasure on a rickety ass plane with a fucking, oh, I think, let's see, was this guy hopped up on Coke? What was it? Mm, hopped up on some shit. License, non-existence, or faked his license, some shit like that. I don't want to get into it. Shouldn't have been flying. Should not have been flying. And the plane was like way over fucking weight. So, <laughs> shouldn't have happened. Should not have happened. 
this is a piece of history that shouldn't exist. Um, Aaliyah should still be here today. The people that were with her on that plane should still be with her today. Fucking the pilot dude should have gone to like rehab at some point and got his shit together rather than like flying these innocent people straight to their fucking death. Eh, bad again. Um, yeah, but her brother, Rashad, um, I remember this like, like, um, kind of vividly after her funeral where he spoke, um, he's really helped carry on her legacy throughout the years. And it's really beautiful. He's, he always talks about her and, um, yeah, she's, uh, it's pretty amazing. And, um, I'm sorry. It's a bummer. It's just, yeah, this happens every time we talk about somebody who passed, who has passed away. It's like, you know, you know, Marilyn, Marilyn was the last one we did. And that's just, that ends with the whole conspiracy. But like before that I did Josephine Baker and God bless that woman. She died in her bed with reviews of her great show, like around her. Okay, wait, maybe she didn't die in her bed. She, she, she had a brain aneurysm, basically like fell asleep. And I don't know if she, it was the hospital or her bed, but she had just performed like a freaking, um, like greatest hit show, um, in France where she lived peak of her life, lived a thousand lives in one and died an old happy woman with a life you know, I'm sure she had more up her sleeve, but you know, she did quite a bit. And I think we did. Yeah, I did Brittany Murphy too. And that's, that's a whole other thing. But to go back to Aaliyah, somebody who was a performer, a singer, an actress who was just getting ready to be the original triple threat of the millennium. Um, before we had, before we really had our JLo, before we really had our Beyonce, um, you know, she was the one that this is what she was destined for. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. It's just so heartbreaking. Um, I guess, I don't know. I guess we're going to leave it there, but yeah, I just, you know, yeah. She didn't get a chance to live that whole life. You know, she didn't get a chance to peace out all of Josephine Baker, you know, um, regardless of what she, you know, was going to end up doing with the rest of her career. Clearly she was on the up and up and there was no signs of slowing down. And she had people around her that were protective of her and making sure that she was growing and moving at a healthy pace. Um, and I just, yeah, this just, this plane crashed right before all of these huge things for her is just so, it's surprising, but it's not surprising. And, um, yeah. So the next, uh, female that we're going to be doing here, um, uh, when I say female, I mean that broadly here. Okay. But it's like, um, probably gonna do some Marsha P. Johnson. You know, we're not going to leave out anybody here on like the fucking gender spectrum. Okay. Like when I say women, there's an X where the E fucking goes. So, for your information. Um, yeah. So, ooh, the, 
man, I don't want to stop talking about her. Um, okay. Before I get into who we're going to do next, um, before, before we say goodbye to Aaliyah, which I, this is why it always sucks doing these podcasts because you do all these notes, you do all these research, all this research. And then it's like, then you, you push stop and it's in the can and it's done. And it's like, well, that was that. Um, but Hey, I did Josephine Baker and I just talked about her for like five minutes straight. Sorry, Leah, for hijacking your episode with Josephine Baker, who got two episodes. Okay, moving back along. Okay, I'm going to pull up these pictures here. Her smile, Aaliyah, not just Josephine. Aaliyah's smile is just like, it's a slice of cake. It is so warm and her eyes just like light up and she's just so, I keep saying she's so cool and I don't mean to keep, I just like, what else? I'm looking at a picture here. She's got glasses on. She's got like suspenders. She's in baggy jeans and a sports bra and a chain around her neck. So come on. Um, and dude, she fucking flipped the script because she did these, uh, Tommy Hilfiger ads and, um, yeah, again, with the baggy jeans, the freaking boxers, little crop top, tube top. I think she's wearing puka shells in this fucking... No, she is not. No, she would never. Early would never wear puka shells. Um, But she's just fucking all around, just like, she's a gem. She's a trophy. And I wish we could have seen a lot more of her. I wish we could have gotten a full life. I wish that for her family more than anything. And, uh, you know... For us fans, um, if you grew up with Aaliyah, you know, I don't know. If if you're a fan of, of, of any type of pop, hip-hop, whatever, um, I don't know how she can't be in your orbit or, like, a fucking uh, sun in the galaxy because she just set it off for a lot of people, man. She, you know, when she passed away, that left a lot of room for a lot of other people. Um, unfortunately, but you know, the silver lining was, you know, again, her, she was so bright, I guess when she was gone, there was more room for like, you know, other people to come in and shine and that's okay. But damn it. I wish it could have been Aaliyah. So Thank you for tuning into this. Um, yeah, this is a late night episode. Again, I just, I started getting really mad. Got really mad with, we got to R. Kelly. And I got mad in the last episode. So we're not going to be mad in the next episode. I'm super excited because um, I am going to have uh, this wonderful freaking chick. Her name is Dimmy. And she has an Instagram profile called Black Girls Love Horror 2. And we are going to be discussing... Breaking Dawn part two. And I just like, I was like, I'm going to send her a message, see if she's like down to do this because it's like, we need like a break here. We need to have some fun. And I know that she was a Twilight nerd and I've been talking about Twilight randomly with different people lately. And, uh, you know, I think it's just a sign. It's like, if you're going to do any of the Twilights, you might as well go hard breaking dawn part two so um i'm super excited about that so that should be out by let's see we're at monday we're recording that saturday so hopefully i'll have it up sunday hopefully it'll be up by the end of this week here so 
Thank you for tuning into this late night episode. Um, if you got through last week's air conditioned heavy thing again, I thank you. I'm going to stop bringing it up. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys. This was Aaliyah. Um, again, I could talk about her more. She just, apart from the R. Kelly stuff, she wasn't a controversial person. She just was very, she was a light. She was a very light person. She just had this beautiful, bright aura and energy to her. And, um, yeah, the next time we do one of the ladies, uh, I'm going to talk about another shining bright light and it's going to be Sharon Tate. Not going to be getting into the, the bad stuff at the end there. I just really want to highlight how, uh, special she was to the people in her life and just to share some stories about her and then uh will be movie re- the next movie review will be once upon a time in hollywood do, 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 do. so yes again i've said goodbye 500 times but you know this is like lord of the rings we're just gonna make this the world's longest ending so we got sam is pulling into the shire he sees this lady he's like i'm back and then frodo's like dude I'm I'm moving on. I got to I'm going to go hang out with the elves for a while. So, I'm going to go hang out with my elves and go to bed. I wish you all nothing but safety and luck and love out there. Black lives matter. Good night.